What's up, everybody? Coach Rob Goodwin here, and I'm excited to have you back for another YouTube broadcast here on my channel, Rob Goodwin Fitness. And today, this one's called Diet Wars. And I want to talk a little bit about some of the bizarre, in my opinion, infighting that has or is happening within the nutrition community, specifically within the, what I would call the ancestral health or animal-based world of nutrition ideologies, namely ketogenic diet, low-carb diets, carnivore diets, animal-based diets. Hell, you could even throw paleo diets into the mix. You know, I think recently, because so many people are building their brand around these ideologies or their specific version of this ideology, that some infighting, inevitable, I think, infighting has occurred within the space. I think we could take a better approach. And we're going to talk about that today. We're back. And before we get rolling, I've got to talk about a sponsor, somebody that I absolutely believe in, a company that I believe in. Not too long ago, I did an interview here on this channel with Rob Wolf one of the OGs of the ancestral health diet world. Um, and he is part of this fantastic company called Element. That's L-M-N-T, these guys. And Rob, basically, when we got off air, after we spoke a little bit about the product, he basically strong-armed me and he said, listen, you've got to be a part of this. We wanna have you on board as a product ambassador you know, repping the brand. I'm going to send you some samples. I'm going to, you know, see what you think. He did that. And I was kind of blown away by it. If you are on a low carb diet, if you're on a ketogenic diet, if you're on a carnivore diet, then you probably know. And if you don't, I'm going to tell you, you need to up your sodium game. You need to make sure you have ample amounts of sodium in your diet and other critical things that you're going to need in your diet also like magnesium and potassium. These key electrolytes are critical for not only performance, but for you that are just starting in uh, or have just jumped on board a ketogenic or a carnivore diet, electrolytes are key. You've heard the term keto flu. Well, you want to avoid that? You want to take element. And it's these guys right here. You get these packets. Can you see that? Can you zoom in? On, does that zoom in okay? You take one of these little packets, you dump it in your favorite beverage holder, mix it with some cold water, and bam, you've got a whack of sodium, a whack of electrolytes, and it tastes freaking awesome. Uh, I'm having an orange one right now. I usually have two a day. I like to start my day with it. I just think it's really refreshing. So I want to make sure that I get some, some water in me into, in the morning when I'm coming into the gym, even before coffee, when I'm training my clients. So I do an element packet in one of these bad boys. And that's how I start my day. And then I move to coffee. I always, always have one of these, what I would call intro workouts. So as I'm training in the gym, I have one of these while I'm training. It's what I'm sipping on while I'm in the gym. It absolutely makes a huge difference. I can't tell you how many clients, friends, and peers have messaged me and said, wow, this shit is the real deal. Thank you so much for turning me on to it. So you need Element in your life. There's a link in the show notes. You click that specific link. That's my link. They made that just for me and just for you. 
If you're one of my gang, then you click that link and you place an order for anything on the Element site and you're gonna get a big bonus pack of packets just for clicking that link and being a subscriber and a follower of this particular YouTube channel. So I would really appreciate it if you would click that link, give these guys a shot. It's affordable, they taste amazing. There's no sugar, there's no weird sweeteners, there's nothing artificial, there's nothing crazy. It's just pure electrolyte and sodium goodness and it's gonna be the best thing that you can throw in for your performance, your health, and your lifestyle. Boom, that's good stuff. Okay, onward. Diet Wars. I recently was a guest on a show and I'll put that link into the show notes too. A friend of mine across the pond and uh, I kind of got off on a little bit of a rant about something that has been irritating me a little bit. And the reason I'm calling this diet wars and, and the, the intro, as I mentioned it, is if you're watching this and the chances are you may be engaging in a ketogenic diet, my hybrid ketogenic bodybuilding style way of eating that kind of put me on the map. You might be trying or, you know, neck deep into a carnivore diet, similar to what I'm doing now these days and enjoying the shit out of. You may be a paleo person. You may be animal-based, which apparently is the name attached to a carnivore diet that also utilizes some fruit and honey, the whole Paul Saladino thing. We're going to mention that too. Regardless of what your nutritional ideology is, what you choose to do in terms of how you put food into your face. The odd thing about this is it used to be the ancestral health community kind of against the standard American diet or the ancestral health community against the crazy vegans or the, the plant-based agenda that's out there that is so prevalent in our society that's, you know, I believe is an indoctrination. And instead of continuing to applaud people for making some wholesale changes into the way that they eat, now you see a lot of infighting within this community. And I'll give you an example. Often, and it's not just isolated, very, very often, weekly, if I'm on Facebook, now I'm only on Facebook because I have a phenomenal Facebook group called Ketogenic Bodybuilding. There are some other keto groups, carnivore groups. Some are just nightmares and some are really cool with some great input into this culture. Um, and unfortunately, every once in a while, when I'm in one of these groups, like I was in a carnivore group and someone in the carnivore group was berating another member of that group because they chose to drink coffee. Uh, and in another group, um, someone was basically accosted because they'd mentioned that they eat chicken, of all things, for Christ's sake. And whether it's ideal or not, I think we need to look at this from a couple different ways. Number one, and this is the most important point, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get the most important point out of the gate. If you are metabolically damaged, if your performance is suffering and you have chosen because of maybe something I've said or another 
social media, nutrition, fitness influencer, or whatever in the landscape, if they've recommended to you that maybe a carnivore diet or a ketogenic diet or a paleo diet or an animal-based diet, low-carb, hell, even Atkins, might help alleviate some of the problems that you may be having with your health, with your metabolic distress, or maybe even performance or weight loss or muscle gain, whatever the case may be, you know, boosting hormonal function, boosting testosterone. All of these things can be benefited by a wholesale change away from a typical standard American diet, or I'm going to go ahead and say it, away from a plant-based or vegan diet. Now, I'm not here to pick fight with vegans. That's not what this is about. I'm here to kind of, to try to expose, as I said, some of the infighting within the low-carb ancestral health, you know, uh, animal-based community. And uh, if somebody has made the decision to make that change and clean up their diets and they're doing well, let's say somebody goes on a carnivore diet, let's just say. Well, unfortunately, there are so many people out there today that have what they believe is the carved in stone, one size fits all definition of what that diet ideology is. There are some out there in the carnivore space that are now saying, if you eat anything beyond red meat and salt and water, then you're not on a carnivore diet. You're not doing it right. You're screwing this up. And then they will accost you if you do anything that is counter to that particular recommendation. And I just think that's crazy. I consider myself to be on a, if I had, if I had to guess, and I shouldn't even have to, but I would say if I was on a 90% carnivore diet, maybe even 95 in most days, that's what I consider myself to be. My version of a carnivore diet may include certain foods that may not be included in someone else's carnivore diet. That doesn't make either one of us, in my opinion, right or wrong. That means that we have chosen to take a dietary approach that we believe is giving us huge benefit. We enjoy this way of eating. It suits our lifestyle. It's sustainable. And we wake up every day confident that the choices that we're making with the way that we consume food and the choices we make around that food is serving us in a better way. I, on my carnivore diet, I consume meat, eggs, and I'll go at, even though I believe it's still within meat, you know, fish. I will do some dairy and I will do... Um, you know, occasional small bits of carbohydrate around my training. That, that's a separate conversation that we'll get to. And if you've been watching me for any length of time, you know how I feel about uh, small amounts of very well calculated carbohydrate around strenuous training. But my point that I want to get back to is, is that is my carnivore diet. And I look at a carnivore diet personally under the term hypercarnivore. And if you look up the term hypercarnivore, that simply means the definition of hypercarnivore is consuming 70% or more of your food from animal-based sources. Now, in my opinion, that would include red meat from mainly ruminant animals. That would include poultry, if you like. That would include pork, 
if you like. That would include fish if you prefer. Now, the way I do it is I take in the bulk of my meats, my beef, poultry, turkey, pork, eggs, which is another great one that I don't think should be excluded. And I think if you're only eating meat and salt and it's not for some very specific health purpose, then I think you're really missing out by not including eggs in your carnivore diet. So what I do is I eat the, pr the primary amount of my meats from beef from ruminant animals, cows, <laughs> okay? That's what that means. Um, and then I may, you know, the other 30% of that meat that I take in may be a combination. Some days I might have some chicken. Some days I might have some turkey. Some days I might have some pork. Some days I might have some seafood or shellfish or something of that matter, of that, you know, manner. And I think that's fine. I also think that some full fat dairy is fine. Sometimes I have a little bit of full fat uh, Greek yogurt. Sometimes when I can get it, because it's tough here where I live, I will even consume some raw milk. And I consider that to be an absolute gift if you can get it. And I might have some goat cheese or some aged hard cheeses on occasion. And I think that's totally fine. That particular way of consuming food works very, very well for me. If you are consuming vegetables and you would fall more into the ketogenic realm, that's fine if they don't bother you. Certain vegetables do not do well for me. Mainly, I could throw out broccoli. If I eat broccoli, I tend to feel gassy and bloated and uncomfortable. I don't like feeling that way. However, on rare occasions, I might have some sauteed cabbage and butter. Butter's okay too, by the way. Or, you know, another vegetable that I like is cauliflower. I like roasted cauliflower. My wife makes some kick-ass roasted cauliflower, and on occasion, I will have some. Now, there are some out there in the carnivore space that would want to tear up my carnivore card, burn it, and tell me that I have been excommunicated from the carnivore realm, the whole brotherhood, the legion, whatever you want to call it, be, and I will be stricken from the record. My name will be stricken from every obelisk, stricken from every stone tablet, and I will be stricken from that carnivore community forever and evermore because one night I had some of my wife's kick-ass roasted cauliflower. Does that sound as insane to you as it does to me? Once again, if you have chosen a dietary path and you feel great, you're, if you have any metabolic distress symptoms, if they have improved, if you wake each day feeling energized, if you sleep like an infant, if you perform great in the gym or out doing whatever it is you like to do, if your blood work is fantastic or has improved, then I say continue down the path you're on and congratulate yourself for the choices that you have made and the way that you have chosen to consume food. You're doing better than the overwhelming majority of the people out there. Have you walked into a Walmart recently? That's the other side. So I refuse to tell a client or a friend, or somebody within my social media realm, or personal social space, that they're a fraud, 
or they're screwing up or they should be berated because they chose to have something other than meat and salt and water, then I think that just makes me an ideological whack job. It's a fucking cult at that point. Now, if meat, water, and salt works well for you and you can sustain that and you feel great and you perform great and it's easy and you love it, don't change. The same applies to you. Keep doing it. That's the whole point here. But please, we as an ancestral health space, you carnivores, you keto heads, you paleo heads, you animal-based people, you uh, Atkins people, if you're just low carb, if you're kicking ass with that, guess what? I welcome you into our little club. Welcome to our island of misfit toys. You're doing better than the overwhelming majority of the population out there who have been completely brainwashed and indoctrinated into the standard American diet way of things. So let's congratulate those who take this step and maybe, even if they're not doing something perfectly or the way that you expect it to be, maybe what they're doing in this moment is a stepping stone to taking that nutritional discipline further and they're going to work on it and sculpt it and hone it and develop it. Lord knows, I don't eat the same today as I did five years ago. But five years ago to today, you could say that I've been within the low-carb world, the ketogenic world. Remember, carnivore is keto, but keto isn't always carnivore. You see how that works? So if I've got somebody who's on a ketogenic diet, who is consuming meat and fish and eggs and pork, and also is having some vegetable matter, and they're keeping their carbs below 30, 40 grams or whatever suits them, then I applaud that. And then if down the road, they want to take it up a notch and try carnivore because while keto was doing great for them, they felt like there was just a little something missing. And then they go another step to the carnivore world. And then if that works great for them, then fantastic. But listen, guys. If you're advocating a carnivore diet, if you're advocating a ketogenic diet, and you're trying to help people in this, are you trying to help people or are you just trying to push your brand? Are you trying to help people or are you just trying to get clicks or followers or subscribers? Or is it just about selling a product? Listen, there are millions of people out there who are metabolically deranged, and we have some influence in this community to help them make a decision to change. Listen, guys, we're trying to coax a squirrel to eat out of our hands. We don't want to make any big sudden movements and scare the shit out of them and scare them away. So when someone is transitioning in, they're interested, they're curious. They want to know, hey, what's this all about? Oh, that carnivore thing sounds kind of cool. I heard Jordan Peterson or Michaela Peterson talk about that. Or I, I heard a little bit about that on Joe Rogan. Or I heard this guy, you know, uh, whoever talk about it on an Instagram reel. Well, that's awesome. We're bringing them slowly into the space. 
And then they put that one foot into the door and they're looking to make a change that might be such a positive change on them. It literally may save their fucking lives. And then you tell them they're a freaking idiot because they had a cup of coffee or they had a piece of chicken or they had bacon or they had a handful of organic blueberries in their Greek yogurt. Yeah, that happened to me. You know what? Good luck telling me that having a small handful of raspberries off of my personal raspberry bush in my backyard on my property when it's ripe and in season grown from organic seeds. You're going to tell me that the fact that I had a handful of those berries and my full fat organic Greek yogurt and I'm fucking up my carnivore diet and I should be ostracized from the community, then you're a freaking whack job and you need to go about your business. You have no place here. You're not helping anyone. However, if someone like Paul Saladino, for instance, who is out there and he's very, very popular, I do not believe that 400 grams of fruit and honey every day is going to be the right call for many people out there. Hell, maybe not most people out there. Apparently, it works great for Paul Saladino. Cool. I don't care. But maybe Paul Saladino, through his video content, is pulling people into that world. And then maybe they discover that, wait, the animal-based part is great. I'm feeling better. Maybe it's a little too much fruit. Maybe I need to dial that back. So maybe they'll make an adjustment and they have been brought in taking baby steps through that approach. Now, once again, I think Paul Saladino and the Liver King, by the way, they, they're business partners, if you didn't know that, I think it's all about the marketing. I think Liver King is just a big shtick. I think he is playing a character, and that character is netting him millions, yes, millions of dollars a year on supplement sales. So yeah, he's in phenomenal shape. He looks great. It's fun. It's funny. It's cool. It's primal. It's all badass. But it is a shtick. It is marketing. However, if that marketing pulls somebody in from a standard American diet where the majority of their food has been coming from fast food, pizza, takeout, mocha, freaking macchiato, caramel lattes every day, then he's actually done some good. So maybe it's a stepping stone for them. So if you're an influencer out there that is truly working within this realm of, I am trying to put a message out there that saves lives, that brings people into this to help them make a change, then congratulations, you're doing some good. Let's not argue and nitpick over the small details most people will feel out their way into this. I work with a lot of people on ketogenic diets. I work with a lot of people on a carnivore diet. I've had people move into a carnivore diet from a ketogenic diet and discover it just wasn't for them. That even on paper, if it might have been the perfect ideal diet for them, if it's not going to be sustainable then it's not going to do them much good if they just pull anchor and bail out. So if somebody goes from a, a strict carnivore diet back to more of a strict ketogenic diet, 
I'm certainly not going to fault them for that. I don't want to push them off over the ledge back to some standard American diet or even some plant-based diet or some other horseshit that's just going to absolutely do them more harm than good. I'm going to say, cool. The bottom line is you need to assess yourself with certain criteria as you move through the weeks and months of playing with one of the versions of these animal-based ancestral health nutrition approaches. Once again, how do you feel? How you perform? How's your sleep? How's your blood work? How's your metabolic health? Did you once have headaches and now they've gone away? Did you once have terrible inflammation and now it's subsided? Keep monitoring these things as you go and make adjustments as you go. And never be afraid to make changes and make adjustments and keep turning those knobs and pulling those levers on the program until you find what seems to work well for you and you can make sustainable. I would not be eating the way that I'm eating right now if I didn't feel it was a sustainable way for me to eat. I don't have any problems eating the bulk of my nutrition from meat, eggs, dairy, and things of that nature. That's what works for me. So rather than us all be on this battleground fighting one another, we need to collectively pull together our resources and go a new direction and refocus the game plan on what I think it originally should have always been, reaching out to other people who need help because big pharma Big food, big agriculture, the mainstream media, all of these things are working against you. We're being told every day we need to be on more drugs, eating less meat, eggs are dangerous, and we need to be eating processed, factory-made, garbage, plant-based bullshit that's going to do nothing to help you with your metabolic health, your vitality, or your performance, or your longevity. So we need to take an about face and stop the infighting with our peers and collectively work together to send a message to people who are truly broken, who are truly screwing up, who need to be helped and reach out and help those people. That's what we need to be doing. There are a lot of influencers out there doing some crazy shit. Crazy shit. And until we unite and work together and solve our personal differences and reach out to people and be welcoming and not just fall into my study beat your study and trust the science and all this bullshit... Because I can find you a study right now that agrees with some crazy ass shit. It's not a perfect world. The science isn't always clear. There are so many things we don't know. And people vary from person to person, from metabolism to metabolism. So be aware that there are diabolical forces at play out there that stand to make 
billions off of your failure. And then oftentimes what happens is you blame yourself when you should be blaming the nefarious influences out there that are steering you down a dark path and profiting off of that failure, knowing that you're going to come back for more every time. And when you truly do take a wholesale change and start truly changing your body, your health, your longevity from the inside out, you start to become more self-sustainable. You start to rely less on what corporate interests are trying to push and make you reliant upon. Then you become a threat. And those people pooled together as a singular unit can become very powerful. So that's all I wanted to say today. Let's stop the bullshit. Let's stop the bickering. Carnivore, keto, low carb, paleo, animal based. Sounds like a terrific start to me. And then as you move through and investigate and experiment and think logically and rationally and ask yourself questions as, is this sustainable? Am I enjoying this? A constant restrictive diet is never going to work for most people. I'm sorry, especially not in this culture. There are too many things we're inundated with every single minute of the day. The temptations are outrageous from every angle, and they're stronger than you can even possibly imagine, down to the subliminal elements of what's being pushed to the common consumer. You have to reject that. You have to think for yourself. You have to make decisions that you feel is going to be in your best interest, in your family's best interest, and you need to pursue these things. You got to lift weights. You got to change the way you eat. You have to get off processed foods. You need to be eating ancestrally. You need to focus on recovery. You need to focus on adequate sleep. All of these things that I'm always preaching are absolutely critical, and they're going to make a giant difference in your life, in the life of your family and your friends, your loved ones. And you need to, unfortunately, you might have to be the one that carries this burden on your back and keeps, you know, letting the people know what they need to be doing until you're blue in the face. And guess what? Most people aren't going to listen to you. And that's okay. Most people don't listen to me, even within my own family. Hell, some of my own clients. But I'll keep forging ahead and doing what I think is right not what's going to profit the most, not what's going to get me the most likes and followers and subscribers. Because if I do what's right, if I tell you what I truly, in my heart of hearts, believe is a good thing for you, then the likes and the follows and the subscribers, they'll come. So hit that subscribe button. I would appreciate it. If you like what I'm saying, if you don't, then don't, but we can still be friends. Listen, I do coaching. So if you have an interest in working one-on-one -on -one with someone who does have your best interest, go to robgoodwin.com. I have coaching programs available. 
My gold program is custom to the individual. It's absolutely everything. Training, cardiovascular health, meticulous diet recommendations, the setting of macros, constant 24-7 back and forth communication between me and you. Or I have a tier one program that is just very kick-ass workouts delivered to you on an app every single week based on the type of training you like to do. So check that out. But until the next time, guys, it's been my honor and privilege to have you here spending some time with me, and I got lots more content coming. So until next time, you know how it works. Train hard, diet harder, but above all, I want you to do whatever it takes to get out there and have a fantastic day. Peace.